Blog Talk Radio. Everybody here, everybody here, let's get into it. Get stupid, get it started, get it started. Big Brother fans, this is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. questions or comments, call in at 1-347-237-5506. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now, let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Going 
It's July 5th, 2016, and I hope you and all of our listeners had a wonderful 4th of July. I'm looking forward to hearing how Michelle and LaJuan had their 4th of July holidays spent. Um, Welcome, Michelle. Tell us what you did on 4th of July. What's going on, Cherry Pie? It might not be Manic Monday, but we're going to make Tuesday Manic, so... Probably people were listening, going, wait, what, Manic Monday, what's happening, it's Tuesday. Well, obviously, <laughs> it was July 4th, right, Cherry Pie? That's so, right. So we, we had didn't to play wanna, a little Yeah, we didn't want to miss out on a week seeing that, you know, Big Brother, we only have a few months of it. <laughs> God forbid <laughs> we miss out one week because there's so much stuff going on already. Uh, Cherry, to go back on your uh, question, I had a nice, fantastic, fun, and relaxing July 4th celebrating Independence Day, America's birthday, and uh, I hope everybody had a great, safe time. Um, And I did a lot of cuddling with my doggie yesterday, Cherry, because my princess, she just does not like the fireworks, and you know, fireworks happen, like, not just on July 4th, but it happens for many nights in a row. How about your, your babies? And, and give us an update on Stella. My little Stella's doing well. Um, she's recuperating fairly well. Um, but Stella, Ari, and Callie, all of my girls feel the same way your princess does, and none of them like the fireworks either, so Rich and I stayed home and had a nice weekend at home with our girls and kept them cooked from the fireworks because where we live, fireworks are allowed 24-7, and believe me, they take advantage of it, and it's just fireworks everywhere around here, and it's loud. So we stay at home and try to keep them calm and away from as much as we can and uh, as you said cuddle with them and, and just keep them calm so um, that's what we did we did go out to eat one night and uh, got away for just a little while but other than that we stayed home and played Scrabble and watched TV and just relaxed at, relaxed at home and just had a great weekend at home well that sounds lovely um, I I also did the same. I, I spent some days relaxing, and then I went out, um, you know, uh, out with some friends. And uh, we have we have a, a really major caterpillar problem around here. Um, I don't know if you guys are dealing with that there in St. Louis, but um, at my brother's house, he lives more up, up in the woody area. He doesn't have any trees with leaves around his house because the caterpillars have attacked the trees. And now they're turning into moths. So uh, we went to go eat, and there was a moth at the station. They were everywhere. They were, like, in my hair, coming at my face. They were at my eye. It was everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really been crazy here. Uh, You can't even go outside. They fall on you, like, when when they are caterpillars, they fall on you, and they – Sting their stingers in you or something like that, and it causes you to have a rash, and there's nothing you can do about it. So you just try to stay out of the That's way of the caterpillar. Creepy. 
Yeah, you should see. Like, I went, when I went to my brother's house last week, I looked up and I'm like, it looked like winter. Like, it had the trees were all leafless. And it was so depressing and sad. The poor trees were eaten by these cowpaws. I'm oh like, my gosh, they're so creepy, Michelle. <laughs> you should take yeah, a picture and I'm of like, that. How do these... I know I should have, but I mean, I, I don't know if it would have related in the picture because people probably are like, oh, that's... she probably took that picture like, you know, six months ago. But I'm like, how do these little guys, little, little caterpillars, able to like get to every single leaf in every tree? It's just insane i don't know they wow. say there's gonna be it's gonna be five more years of it they come in 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 packs of seven years or something like that something crazy i That's don't know just uh, it's so weird yeah, how, then, how you know things hey i know that what are those those things that um buzz the big the great big things um oh gosh I can't think of the names now that that there's a that buzzing sound, um, like a beetle. Yeah, I can't think. No, they're big. They're real big bugs. Um, Ew. I'd rather take a caterpillar. And they come in. They and... come in, in infest, infestations like that too, where they're just droves of them, and they come in like every seven years, like that too. I can't. Before the show's over, I'll think of the name. Right. But they do that too, and it's so weird when they do that because they're everywhere. Yeah. Scary. Oh no! What's next? Bat infestations? I don't know. I'm, I'm not a bat person. <laughs> it's just so I don't weird want those things come flying at my head. I don't know. I mean, the moths are pretty and all, but I mean, I don't want them flying around. And, you know, I got a lot of hair. They might think it's a nest and nuzzle in there and then make some babies or something in my hair no bueno uh well tonight you guys we have a special guest um mr la wonderful will be joining us he will be uh talking with us for a little bit he's got uh, a, a meeting he wasn't planning on um and he's going to be running this meeting but anyway he was at the messiah's eviction cherry he was there live. Did you, did you see Luan? I did not see him in the um, on the show, but I can't wait to hear what he has to say. I did see the twins. Yeah, I think I he was not... like in the first, like the first when they skimmed the the uh, audience, like the first time. Like he was at the end of the the row, and you know he was loving that camera, him. and the camera was loving. Him, but uh, I still have it on my DVR. Be... I'm gonna have to go back and look. Yeah, yes. Um, but he was there, so he knows like what happened like during the commercial break, where we all wondered like what the hell happened. I, I want to know. I want to know those, those little things to me. I'm like, ooh, tell me all about it. Wow. Um, we have him on the board. Okay, well, let's bring him up because he doesn't have a lot of times, and then we'll get into the other stuff after. So. Let's turn this okay. a manic Tuesday into a wonderful one. Let's do this. Here we have Mr. You Not Ready. Lawan is on with us. Hi, Lawan. Hi, my love. How are you? Oh, we're a lot better now that we have you on air. How you doing, <laughs> Boo Boo? I see you. 
Oh, baby, you know I'm incredible. I know I can't talk long, but I just had to, you know, give my give some love to y'all. So let me just get right into it right now. Yes, honey, we were just talking about how you were. By the way, the camera loves you. The camera loves you. Thank you. You were the life eviction, You know honey. what? I know. Okay, first of all, can I just say when we go on Big Brother, when we are able to get invited to go to the show, that it's just so much love. It's like a family reunion, really, with Julie and the producers. And you see some of your handlers that you, were, that you had. And not to mention, we were able to go on the lot. And it was like, I felt like it was a deja vu because we were able to go into one of the rooms where they hold you before you go on the show. Get and out. I was, Oh, yeah. It was just incredible. I just, I mean, like, oh, but anyway. So, as we were out there waiting for the Messiah to get <laughs> out. The, uh, the Messiah. <laughs> um, it was, it was, I mean, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't have eye contact with him because, you know, they didn't want us to, you know, do anything with him. And, you know, I was like, ah. You know me, I'm like always family member. You know, I'm like always like, ah, so I can't even do that. Yes. And so he came out very surprised. But I will say this about him. If if he's, if he's going to go back in the house, I hate to, I, I think he's going to kick butt. I hate to say it. I really do. He because, is going to take names and numbers, honey. Oh, he's going he's gonna to take names and numbers because he realizes what he did, and he realizes the mistakes. He does. He realizes it. So... I just have to say that I think that if he was to go back, he would he would really crush some things. But let me give you my intro as well. Let me just tell you this, and I, I said this to Julie and all of them. It's going to be a woman that wins this year. Let me tell you oh, why. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. the men in the house this year, I, I, I Frank is my top, of course, because he's a, a, a veteran. But Frank is my top. But I feel like the rest of them, and, and Paulie, too. I like Paulie because I, I met him before, so I know he knows the game, too. But I think the girls are going to rule. I'm telling you, because the oh, girls yeah. are not blindsided by, like, nobody's looks or trying to go in there for a relationship. Honey, they're trying to win that money. And together, finally. like, finally. And not only finally. that, these, these girls are not catty with each other. They know what, they're, what they want to do. So I'm going to tell you my, my, my triple threat for the girls is my Davon, of course. Mm-hmm. Davon yep. and Zakaya. I love her. I love her. Yes. And Michelle. Michelle. Oh. I, me? Yeah. Me. Don't 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 <laughs> don't sleep. But Michelle, I think they have a really good chance of going far. But I think the the fatal five, they still got it going on too. But I'm just saying my final three would be Michelle, Zakaya and Davon. I'm putting it out there already, and I'm calling All them right. triple threat. I'm calling them triple threat because they're going to knock them out the box, I think, because the girls know what they're doing, and they got Davon as a mastermind to be like, you know what, girl, we got to do this. And I just really think that the girls are going to go far. So I'm, I'm, I'm already saying a girl is going to win. A girl is going to win. I agree with you. I agree with you. There's been a lot going on in the feeds. Before we start talking about that, I just want to go back real quick to the Messiah. Now, there was a commercial break in between the time that he came out and Julie Chen asked some questions. What was Julie talking to him? Was he talking? Was he crying? You, you can't, he you can't say anything. He can't say nothing to us. We couldn't say nothing to him. It was just freeze. Everybody looked at Julie, and that's it. 
And, you know, he was getting himself together. But I'm telling you, I can tell when he walked out of the house, he was like, dang. And it's like it clicked to him like, okay, I know what I need to do. And if I go back in, this is what I'm going to do. And that's, and that's the mindset that when he came out, I saw it on his face. His expression on his face was like, he know what he did wrong. But he's, 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 he stands up for what he believes in, and you can't knock him for that. You can't knock him no, for that. The Messiah. He has a strong personality. And that's, you know, always on a strong personality in the house. You know, Michelle, they always are the mm-hmm. ones that, that leave first because you don't want that cockiness. You just don't want that. Oh, yeah. Now, what, but, is your, uh, what were your thoughts on, um, you know, Julie's questioning? And I like how she, you know, she just gave it right to him. She was like, what's up with this Messiah thing? Like, come on. Well, I think, I, think, I, I think because she knew, and as you know, being on Big Brother, she knew that that was going to be a downfall for him. And he he, he, he handled it well. He was like, well, that's just the way I am, you know. I'm gunning for people who I know I just, you know, just ain't going to click with me. And like he said, he said, if I go back in, I'm going to have one best friend, and we're going to crush him. And, I mean, hey, do what you're going to do. But I really feel that if he was to go back in, he would, like, be, like, a steamroller. That's just my opinion. From what I saw at the show, just my opinion. But, yeah. I think he's going to be, like, the Tasmanian devil if he goes back Oh, yeah, honey. He'll go back in the Tasmanian devil. But I just have to say that to all the fans that, Show me love at the live show and in the line. I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart because it was just like, it was unreal, Michelle. It was like so much love. Like, now, uh, do they have think, you guys I, going like, uh, uh, like a lot, like earlier and? But in, yeah, we went earlier. We went early. Well, we went early, and you know, we got to sit, you know, we got to sit in the green in the, in the, in the green room. We was chilling with Jeff, and we was, that's when we had the Facebook live. We had the first Facebook Live yeah. with Jeff. And I so, tried to um, find it and I couldn't find it. So is it that CBS Facebook? That that yeah, Facebook Yeah, CBS Facebook. Yeah, CBS Facebook. I tried finding it. I tried to find it and give it to you. I tried to find it and send it to you. But um, yeah, because you know I want to see that because so, you were with my Jesse. Honey, I was with Jesse, with and Jesse. Jesse and Jeff. I just love them so much. It's just so much love. People don't understand. There's so much love with the Big Brother family once you get off. It's just, it's, it's so much love. It's, it's just, I, and it, but it does make you want to go back and play again. We all said that. I said, I was like, oh, this is unreal. This is just. Well, they should have put you in that house. You should have been another twist, the LaJuan twist. <laughs> there you go. I mean, but I would have yeah. been all up in arms over that, please. But, yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, that, I mean, but I think the two of you ought to be in the house together. I, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. You you show mm-hmm. up every what you say? I'm just saying Jesse's I agree with well. that one. But I was just oh, asking yeah. about Jesse. How's he doing? Did he He's show you around well. a little bit with those muscles? <laughs> yeah, you, you know oh honey, you wait till you if you wait till you see the Facebook live, honey, we was oh my gosh, I love him. He told me to definitely send you love, you know that. To give you love. Of you know course. That. And and the twins um, were there too. The twins look oh they 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 are some hearts too. I love them too. They talked about Mama Costa. They was like talking about how sweet she was and how she hung with y'all and they love you too. They was like Michelle Costa is just so sweet. She's just a sweetheart and her mama, Mama Costa. I was like, Yeah, Mama Costa Mm-hmm. They know what's going on. Um, it was just—it's just 
great being able to watch you guys, like, in the audience, like, that's my family right there, that's my babies, you know what I mean? I get I get all crazy and emotional and must be, like, just so interesting being on the other side of it, you know? It really it is. You want it really to is. In that house. But you want to get back in the house and you want that lot. I'm not going to lie. It was like a, it was like a, it was, you want to get back in the house. But you're like, gosh, I'm in the room waiting to go on stage. And it's, it's, they bring you through the, the, bring you through the same door you went through when you got on stage to, to meet the house guests. I loved it. Oh, oh, I loved oh, it. oh, oh. And of course, you, you know, Julie. Huh? How's Julie? How's Julie doing? Julie, Julie, Julie gives you love. You know, we take a picture with her. She gives you so much love and talks to you. It's just, it was love. It was love. Mm-mm-mm. Now, are you, are you planning on going back to another live show? I hope so, but I hope towards the end, though. I like to go towards the yeah. end. You know, mm-hmm. when there's some juicy stuff going on. Yes. Well, there's a little bit of juicy stuff going on kind of right now, so let me fill you in a little bit. So... Uh, good old Tweety Bird Frank, who is in my top three, uh, he told the HOH Paulie about the eight pack. Oh yeah, 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 I know uh, that. Oh, I know. Okay, I'm up to speed, baby. I'm up to speed. I know that. And did you know that Frank uh, said that the girls are the ones that started the eight pack? Um, he's trying to throw Davon and Zakia. Oh, and there we go. Under the bus, yep. There we getting go. Getting messy. Frank's getting messy too early because they want but to But that's the usual thing. Things. You know that. You always know that. That's the usual thing. That's what I'm saying. It's always the usual thing that, you know, it's the boys against the girls. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. But if the girls are smart, they would always have a boy with them. They would always have a boy with yes. them. And so, but you know that. They're going to try to divide the house up now. It's going to be boys against girls, and that's why I say it. But the girls are going to overrule because I really think the girls this year are kind of smarter than what they think that they are because a lot of girls do know the game, and a lot of boys don't. They don't know the game. Well, you know, it seems like a lot of these contestants, these BB house guests, uh, half of them, I don't think they know. They've watched Big Brother before besides, you know, well, being a well, sequester and well, watching – well they, admit, well, they admit that. That's the thing. I'm like, yeah. really? I'm like, what was y'all doing in sequester? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't I know what the like getting bot was. They didn't know how to play POV. They didn't, you know, they, you no, can tell I forgot, they haven't watched I for, Big but Brother. I forgot who it was. I forgot who it was, but one of them did not even know who Rachel Riley was. Now, who was that? Who was that? Um, I the, think I think it was the Messiah. He called her Rachel yeah, Ray. Yeah, it was the Messiah. <laughs> And I said, no, wait a minute, honey. You can't disrespect Boo, honey. You can't disrespect Boo. Now, how are you going to not know who the winner is? And you, that's what I said, uh-oh, there's some problems going on now. He don't know who Rachel Riley is? Come on. I know. And then called her Rachel Ray, who is not even a Big Brother contestant. She's a cook, and she has her own, like, TV show about cooking. Oh, I right. I feel, I'm feeling like the Becky with the good hair. Somebody, somebody oh. innocent is getting involved. <laughs> they, they thought well, it was Rachel well, Roy and Rachel Ray and all this stop kind it, of nonsense. Stop it. Well, honey, you know I can't stay <laughs> long. I just wanted to give y'all a tidbit. And um, I love y'all. And, and next time I'll be able to stay on longer. But like I told you before, I got something. I know. I know this came up last minute. And you got you to gotta yeah. be the boss right now. You I got to be boss a boss, here on? I'm a boss, you honey. Boss here? What, do you, what kind of socks are you wearing? We want to know. Um, today I'm wearing just some colorful blue and yellow rainbow socks. 
Mm-hmm. I'm sure they are colorful, honey. Yes, bro. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I know that this was last minute and stuff like that. I know, right. But you gotta I know. go. You gotta go take care of it. You gotta I show know, them the wonderfulness. But I know. I'm glad you Sherry, did I love you, baby. You know I love you. I love you, Mwah. 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 Okay. Take care, baby. All right, Bye, baby. Thanks for coming on today. Okay, Thank baby. You, love y'all. Love, okay. love you. you, babe. That was a little makeout session. Uh, I you don't got want there, him to go. Jerry. I know. I, know. He I was really upset. Yeah, like he was upset because uh, it was last minute and his boss did not come in today. So um, he has to uh, be in charge of this meeting. And he sent me a message like literally an hour ago and was like, oh, my God. Stuff just got real. And I was like, you know what? We'll take whatever we can get when it comes to Miss Wonderful. But, Terry, That's right. you and me will chat about the different things that happened. And listeners, chat room, I just want to say what's up, chat room and listeners. If you guys got comments, uh, pop it in the screen. If you guys want to ask a question or make a comment or anything about what's been going on in the live feeds that you want to point out, call in number is 347 237 Five five zero six, and make sure you press one because Cherry can't sit there and be trying to figure out if you want to be on here or not, or if you're just listening because you're on the road, right, Cherry? You ain't got time for that. That's right. That's right. All right, all right, Cherry. Let's let's just go back a little bit and talk uh, what we were talking about. So, Frankie the Tweety Bird is getting <laughs> a little messy, Cherry. What's your thoughts on him revealing to Paulie? Uh, about the eight pack, and guess what? Paulie's not part of the eight pack, so uh, I think but it's a little too. That's soon. the problem with alliances when people can't keep their mouths shut. Well, he also said it was the girl's idea. Yeah. Mm, well, you know that someone's going to be calling some goddamn house meeting, Cherry. And let Davon know that he said that the girls are the ones that put this together because you know her. She will just. Lord have mercy. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to see her. She'll be coming right out from underneath that bus. (laughs) (laughs) You know she ain't going to stay under that bus long. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Cherry. She's going to rise above the bus. Uh, 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 I don't know what she ain't hanging on the leg bus long. No, she will, but I think she will call that out in a heartbeat. Oh, yes. That's why I'm wondering, you know, if who's Paulie going to tell? Because you know, Paulie's going to say something. Um, let's just go back a little bit. So we saw the Messiah leave. Um, and we had a feeling about this because we talked about if Glenn had appeared and we all knew that Glenn wasn't on any social media. He hadn't made it home. So I I had a feeling that there was some, going to be some kind of twist where, you know, a jury member comes back. Not even a jury member. They haven't even made it to the jury. So, you know, the first of the mm-hmm. So Glenn left, and then, you know, we didn't have um, a live eviction for him. So the Messiah was the first one, and Julie let him and all of us know that they're going to be doing a um, – competition. Uh, now, Cherry, correct me. I'm not quite sure how this is going to go. Is it going to be a weekly competition where, say, Glenn is going to go against the Messiah, 
whoever makes it then goes on to the next week, or are they going to wait till July 22nd and they're going to compete all together? Did did she say that? I believe that? it's all going to be. I believe it's all going to be on Friday, the 22nd. Is that is that the the 22nd? Is that a, yeah? I the, believe so. Yes. Friday right. the 22nd. Yeah. Um, and they will all compete on Friday the 22nd. I believe that's how it's going to go because Big Brother normally isn't on on Fridays. But. Mm. So are they going to have that the as a show? Like they're not going to take away. Like it's still going to be know. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Sunday, right? I suppose. I don't think they're taking away any shows. Um, all I know is that it was released that the Battle Back competition is scheduled for Friday, the tw- July 22nd. Oh, so that's interesting because I wonder if they're going to do it um, in the house, if they're going to do it in a different location, if it's going to be live and the person's going to walk in live and we're going to see it live or if it's going to be taped um, so that they don't hear anybody in the audience, if there's going to be an audience. We don't really have a lot of details about that, right? Now, um, I would... I mean, I would just be making guesses if, but it's my guess that they'll do everyone that day, but it'll go in the order that they were evicted. So Glenn and Jose will compete, and then the winner of that one will go forward and you know, then compete against whoever is evicted this week and so forth until they've gone through all five, and then the winner will go back in the house. All right, because they obviously are doing it on Friday because the person who gets evicted on Thursday will probably go right into maybe they'll do it after the live eviction, and they'll bring them all out and show us who's the five that it's going to be or, you know, if it's going to be separate, if each week they're going to do a competition until, and then, you know, one gets eliminated and one stays till the next week. I'm curious to see how they do it. They didn't really give too much information about it. But we know somebody's coming back. <coughs> so we got Glenn and the Messiah, and we have one of the three of um, between Polly and the roadkill comp. So... Paulie's HOH, which I was very happy with. What about you? Uh, did you like the fact that Paulie was HOH? Are you a Paulie fan? I, I'm down with Paulie. I'm I'm good with Paulie. Yeah, I like Paulie. Yeah, I like Paulie too. So Paulie uh, team won, and they gave it to Paulie to uh, be the HOH, which I thought was a good move because they are able to compete next week. That was, you know, the eight packs thought. That's if the eight pack makes it because right now one of the packs uh, is not doing so good, keeping it quiet. But so the big talk was, you know, putting up Paul and Bronte. And so Paulie talks to Paul and guess what? We have ourselves a pawn, a first pawn, which is Paul. 
How did you think? I think Paul took it pretty good. I I, I want to see Paul kind of by himself and playing like his own game. Um, I'm curious to see how he does because I feel like he could get better. I, I You know, he's starting to grow a little bit on me, so he is a little bit crazy, but that's okay. We we love crazy. I thought he took the pawn thing good. What do you what do you think about him accepting the pawn position? Did you think he was going to go crazy and smashing tables and stuff? <laughs> I I wasn't Matt sure how Boston. he would react. I thought he did well. Um I just don't understand why they aren't getting him out and want to get Victor out so badly. Yeah. Um I know. But apparently they, you know, there's something there that Polly just is just insistent on wanting to get Victor out like now. So, um they brought It is interesting. He won the POV and then brought down one of his own nominations, Paul, and put Victor up. Yes. So but Victor before has that, no Victor... recourse. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say before that, Victor, the roadkill competition happened before the uh, veto ceremony happened. And uh, Victor ended up winning the roadkill. And yeah. Victor put up Tiffany as kind of like a decoy because he didn't want people to find out it was him. But didn't he tell everybody? <laughs> he was he was a roadkill comp champ. I mean, come on, I I I don't know, but he put up Tiff, and we saw Tiffany cuddle. We cuddled our dogs because of the fireworks, and she was cuddling a blanket wrapped all over her, as we've seen before the infamous blanket. Yeah, um, that's a little familiar. <laughs> it does look a little familiar and um you know it's it's so crazy how um she is is extremely similar to Vanessa. I mean, I know they're sisters and all, but I mean mannerisms and their voice and and the way that they sleep and the way that they just chill and crying and all that. Um and I think she revealed it to Corey, and Corey was like, who's Vanessa? <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't, Terry. They don't know who Vanessa is. They don't know who Rachel is. They don't know who Zingbot is. I'm losing <laughs> my mind over here. Um, if you... And it's well, so sad, okay, because say? there are so many thousands and thousands of people who apply to get on Big Brother Every year, they wait in line tirelessly. They send in videotapes. You know, they try and try and try to get on the show. And they love it. You know, they know Big Brother inside and out, backwards and forwards. They've watched every season, sometimes multiple times. And we get people who don't know who Zingbot is or people who don't know who Rachel Riley is. Frustrating as a fan to see Sorry. <laughs> to see people Sorry, girl. That, Kid. 
I know. I'm preaching to the choir. <laughs> no. No, but Cherry, I'm just like, okay, if I was in involved in possibly getting on a show where you could win 500000 right, and I wasn't familiar with the show, what would be the first thing that you would do? Research, right? You would look up and see what is Big Brother. Okay, you're going to be on Big Brother 18. That means there's been 17 seasons before you, okay? Not to learn how to strategize or whatever, because you're going to have your own strategy, but you got to look and see what other people have done, what's worked, what hasn't worked. What's the POV? What's the HOH? What's the back door? I mean, I don't even know if Victor knew what the back door was. I think somebody had explained to him because he felt like he was going to get backdoored, and he was like, I don't even know what that means, but I feel like that's going to happen. It, it makes you cringe, and it makes you wonder, you know, some of these people maybe didn't realize, like, that, okay, you can win the money and maybe win whatever type of fame that you're trying to get. Wouldn't you do research, Cherry? Or am I, like, losing my mind here? No, you should should research until you can't hold your eyelids open anymore. (laughs) I just don't get what these people have been doing. You know that even when they're in sequester, if they haven't watched Big Brother, they give them past seasons to watch and yeah I don't know what they were doing with those DVDs or or whatever that they were given but obviously they didn't watch them they were too busy eating gummy bears instead of using the gummy bears (laughs) 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 as a way to learn uh, how many people in the house and who would be in the line, all this. I I just, I can't. But I also kind of think that it's a good way to keep the vets in when you really don't know what's going on, right? It's a, it's a way for, you know, people to say, if, if vets come in, which they don't even know who the vets are or who who some of them were, except for the, the fan girls, Bridget and Michelle and stuff like that, they knew. But, I mean, I think that they purposely kind of put people in the house that really didn't watch it so that there was a better chance of these vets at least making it past the first two or three weeks. What do you think of that? Does that sound like something that they would do? No. <laughs> I don't I don't think so. I think <laughs> I think they just look good. Well, I mean, they can look good and they can know what's going on. I mean, I I don't know. I'm I'm just a little bit confused. You know, wait till Zingbot gets in that house. We till Zingbot gets in that house because I'm sure Zingbot's going to have a field day. Field day. Okay. So what are your thoughts on them wanting to backdoor Victor? Um, I I don't think anything really between Paulie and Victor like went down that I know of. Did I miss something? Or is it mainly, you know, the maybe it was James um, that kind of put something in Paulie's ear? James doesn't really look, see eye to eye with Victor. 
Um, do you think James kind of influenced Polly a little bit? I'm not sure what has caused this um, drive of Polly's to get Victor out, but he certainly wants him out yesterday. So apparently that's target, and that's what he wants to happen this week. Um, and they definitely want Bronte out yeah. ASAP as well. They're very afraid that she could win, um, start winning some comps. I was listening to a conversation earlier today, and they think that, you know, once they start getting some um, competitions where endurance is involved, that Bronte could be, you know, somebody that they don't want to contend with, that she could win some of those endurance comps. And uh, they want her out of there before those start hitting. They think that. While there's still teams in the house, they probably won't have many endurance comps like that. But as soon as it goes to individual gameplay, that the endurance comps will start, and they don't want her around for that. So they want to get her out before the team split up. I, I think the teams probably will be splitting up uh, probably July 21st for that last eviction. And then right. July twenty second, when somebody enters in, I think they're going to play as individuals. What, what do you think about that possibility? That's right? exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah. Well, uh, how do you like the teams' togetherness competing? I I'm over it. I I want to see them play by themselves, but you know, then you have like a team winning, and they're all safe. You know, and it kind of leaves you, which if you're on that team, that's great. But if you're HOH, it leaves you with less options, you know. Um, So maybe the person that you want, you know, is safe, but that would be a person on your team, I guess. So um, it doesn't seem, though, that there's a lot of teamness. Uh, A lot of the teams are kind of going against each other, it seems like, Cherry. Right. People don't even like the, you know, the members of their own team, and so it makes it very difficult <laughs> when you can't stand the the people in your own team. Um, so I don't know. It it's difficult when you're thrown in and you you know you don't get to pick your team. You're put on you know a team. Oftentimes you you don't like part of your team and you still have to play with them and we're now seeing the adversity of that, you know, and people are saying, oh, we can put that person on. Oh yeah, they're on my team. And, you know, we're seeing them even, you know, forget who's on what team and have to, you know, rethink their, their position on on who to put up and that kind of thing because of this team thing. So I'll be glad to see it go, too. Yeah. All right, we've had enough of the teams. Let's just get rid of it. So I guess we might – we have a couple more weeks of it uh, because I'm I'm wondering if somebody – if you get down to, like, one player or two players, you know, competing with four or whatever, three others – 
depending on what type of competition, I mean, it, you know, you really don't really know how it's going to go because some of them require you to have a certain amount of people to play it, right? Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, how are you liking the competition so far between, like, the HOH and the veto and the roadkill? I really like the roadkill. I like I like the factor of kind of somebody being thrown in um, on the block, and it could totally change the entire uh, who's going to get evicted, you know, who the HOH put up. Um, are you liking the roadkill comp? Here's my position on the road comp, uh, the roadkill comp. I love it, except. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. That we don't actually get to see in real time everyone play their, their full game in its entirety. Therefore, and I'm not saying. I'm going to put this out there. I'm not saying Big Brother would ever lie to us. Do you need to put a disclaimer up? (laughs) I'm putting the disclaimer up. They can tell us whoever they want to won. Yeah. You know? Because we don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they don't give us, like, the times, like, you know, who got what time, who got second. Like, I wish they would put up, like, what well, the they times do, but who's are. to say, you know, we don't get to see them all play in in the, in the real time to see it happen in its entirety to see that that really came down like that. So they could tell us whoever they want to won by X amount of seconds, and we don't we didn't get to see it. We don't know. Yeah. So they can tell us whoever they want to won. And that's what we have to accept this truth. Yeah. That's the only thing I don't like about the count. Other than that, I love it. <laughs> well, if any of you guys out there have any comments about the roadkill comp, it is brand new. Um, if you have anything you want to say, whatever, let us know in the chat room or call us up because we want to know what you guys think. Um, I, I, like I said, I, I think that if I was in the house, I would like it. I wouldn't, like, we obviously don't know what their times are, who came in second, how close it was, how far apart it was. Um, and I like the fact that they don't have to disclose it, that it's like a secret, that they look in their little tackle boxes. Right. You know, you you have to be, be able to maintain uh, a straight face. I don't know how I would do at that. I would probably, like, not do so good at keeping it undercover. I would, but at the same time, I think I would be excited at certain points. Um, now, you know that one of the reasons we're seeing new camps this year is because Big Brother USA brought down somebody from Big Brother Canada. Yes, I, I saw to do that. the camps. And that's why we're getting so many new and exciting competitions from uh, on Big Brother USA because we have somebody new who's doing really awesome on creating new competitions for us. 
and I mean, I'm loving maybe. it because it was getting to the point where not only did we as fans know what competitions were coming up, but the people inside the house knew week to week what it, what counts to expect. Yeah. Before they even yeah. happened. And well, that's some of when the, you the know. Ones that watched it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ones that did the And research. they would tell the ones that didn't know. <laughs> this is the competition that's coming up this week. And that's when you know things have gotten really stale. <laughs> so they did, made a really good yeah. move by bringing somebody new in, you know, to create new competitions and. Well, you never know. We might bit. actually see Marsha the Moose. Might make or something similar. That would be cool. Yeah, Marsha the Moose went on a little adventure to America. Yeah, that would be awesome. Hmm. Interesting to see because I adore Marsha the Moose. So we'll see. Maybe she'll have some adventures for some people to do. But they probably don't, they don't even. I mean, if they don't even know what Big Brother U.S. is about, <laughs> they, <laughs> they don't know who Big Brother is. They're certainly not going to know Marsha. <laughs> they're not going to know Marsha. So I think let's. It's time for Marsha to make her debut in the U.S. It would be good. Well, I'm glad that there's a new little face um, causing some. Uh, good comps and stuff like that, that's that's good to know. Blend, blending together the Canadian and the U.S., I like it. Um, let's just go a little bit back. So Victor is a roadkill and puts up Tiffany, and now we've seen Tiffany and the blanket. The blanket's back. Uh, do you think that's going to affect uh Tiffany going. I mean, I know the, the the plan is to get Victor out, but I, I'm not. I didn't watch, you know, the feeds or whatever, so I don't know what people are leaning towards. I think it's between definitely Tiffany and Victor, or it's definitely going to be Victor, and then they're going to shoot for, for for Tiffany or Bronte next week. Um, but you know as well as I know, uh, a lot of time in the house with with downtime, it doesn't work out good, and especially if you're an emotional player and you're wrapping yourself in a blanket, and, you know, that's not going to work out good. Um, so I don't know if maybe you can fill us in on how the votes are going to go as of right now. Is it still Victor out? Because if, if Victor doesn't get out, then Paulie's back door and making all those moves, getting Paul off and everything like that was kind of a waste. True. Um it seems to me, and and I could be totally wrong, but it seems to me that it's still a victor right now, and they're planning on Bronte next week and then Tiffany. They want to let Tiffany have one week where she calms down and get Bronte out next week and then go after Tiffany the following week. Um, that's just what they were talking about right before we came on the show. Now, you know as well as I know that all that could change and probably has since we've been talking. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, before we came on, they were uh, talking about Frank, wanting Frank out in the next week or so. Um, And they, I believe it could have been Day, Mama Day, 
that had a feeling that possibly um, one of the evictees would be coming back. So they were scared. They weren't sure if they should get Frank out now because if they do, Frank could win whatever comp it was to get back in or if they should wait till jury and, and get him out uh, as soon as jury comes so he doesn't have a chance to come back. But we don't know if the jury's going to have maybe a, a twist where one of them gets to come back. We don't know at this point. It's too early. Um, and I'm not sure if uh, a lot of the APAC knows that Frank went to Pauly and told Pauly about the APAC. And if I was Pauly, I'd be sitting back going, okay, so there's an eight-pack and I'm not involved. And Frank's telling me. And I guess Frank said to him, but don't worry. They don't know about you, Paulie, which is Paulie, myself, Frank, or Corey, our uh, three-person alliance. If I was Paulie, I'd sit back and I'd say, well, you're, you're revealing an alliance to me. Who's to say you're not going around telling people about our alliance? So mm-hmm. Paulie could could say to himself, you know what, I should say something to James or somebody in the eight pack and let them know, hey, this is what's going on. Frank just told me about this, and see what bites. See if he should maybe reveal it because he doesn't want to probably be uh, letting Frank tell everybody without him revealing it, right? So right. what what would you do if you were Paulie? Would you go up to some of them in the eight pack and, and let them know what Frank told you? Would you trust Frank at this point because he's telling you this? Would you think that Frank was out and out your your alliance? What do you think? So many possibilities. I think Frank or Paulie will will test the waters with somebody with what Frank has said. But who will he say it to? I don't know. And will it be the right person? And will it be the right person? Because don't be telling Mama Day, don't be telling Zakia, um, you know, because uh, I have a feeling he's going to tell one of the girls, seeing that Frank said that it was a girl's idea. That could just really, really put a wrench in Frank's game. Do you, I think Frank jumped the gun a little bit. What did you? What do you think? I think he jumped the gun, maybe just a little bit too soon on outing this eight pack because I mean, eventually, you know, the eight pack isn't going to last when it gets to eight. Well, it gets to the ninth person because they're going to get the ninth person out, and then it's the eight pack by themselves. Yeah. I think Frankie Frankie blew the whistle a little bit here. I'm I'm actually disappointed in Frank. I thought his game was getting good and, and I think he, he hit the booze a little bit, Terry. I think the booze made him talk. They're real he's really just wanting to talk too much. Just wanting well, to we talk all way know. too much. Well, we all know when you're in that house and you got that time where there's really nothing going on and there's a lot of paranoia running around the house you know you confide in people and tell them you know things that maybe you shouldn't so I think Frank definitely um, spoke too soon 
but you know what? We will see how that that turns out, and um, tomorrow's show that it will be showing uh, the veto and the noms, and then probably all this stuff that we're talking about right now. Hopefully, um, I also wanted to talk to you about pranks, Cherry. Now, I have never made my own home lotions or anything like that, right? I'm not quite sure how mayo would do on your skin, if it's good for your skin. Did you, did you, do you know if mayonnaise is used in any skin products? <laughs> it's got good stuff in it, so I think it, it could be. Um, I'm going to bring up a caller and let you talk with him because I need to step away for just a moment. So, all right. We have Jason from JTV on with us. Hi, Jason. Hello. Hey, Jason. What's up? Not much. I just, I just want to call it now. I know you want to say something. I know you want to say something. There's a lot you want to say. So go ahead. I think they will either stop eviction, but either that or there will be two players coming back, a pre-jury and then after-jury. Okay, so you're thinking that they're going to do, like, a fake eviction, kind of like what they did in Canada? Kind of like what they did with the coaches twist. I, I, I think that it a possibly be when the returning juror comes back or they will bring somebody back after Jerry. So you think of that, see, I was, I was saying that earlier that it's a possibility that they're going to do beforehand, which we're going to see July 22nd. And it could be a possibility that somebody from the jury might come back. Um, we don't know. Uh, we obviously, uh, time will tell. Um, I know that I've been reading some some tweets and stuff and all that's going on. Um, why why are they trying to backdoor Victor? Why do you think they're trying to do that? Is it just because he's you know he's talking a little bit extra or um, well he, he's he, a strong he guy. He just rubbed a lot of house guesses the wrong way, you know and. Uh, and then the the fact that he's still lying to every one of them is the reason why he's going home. So is he definitely going home? Is there because Tiffany is making a a play for a lot of people to want to guess get her out. Um, even people in her alliance. I know it's too early to get her out, but once your name is being thrown in there, uh, it's kind of hard to make sure that it's not you're not putting in the next week you're not at the top of that list and we saw her walking around with the blankets and stuff so what do you think about her walking around with the blanket you think she's going to be able to let the blanket down and start playing this game because I feel like she's excluding herself from a lot that's been going on well, I, I, I think she could probably most likely get caught up in all her side deals. I mean, one minute she's trying to start a girls' alliance, next minute she's with the eight-pack, so it's kind of sloppy if you ask me. 
A lot of sloppiness going on, Jason. What do you think about Frank um, spilling the beans to Paulie? Do you, do you think that was a good idea first off? Do you think that was it's too early? Uh, no, I, I think it was kind of good for him to do it before Tiffany did. I think that that was the reason why they uh, Frank had spilled the beans today because they said that they don't want him getting in, they don't want Tiffany getting in Polly's head and saying that they had this all going on behind his back. Which they did. Uh, and they, they did, did, but um, basically... Well, it was it, kind of it, hard to put him involved with, with him being on the block the uh, the first, you know, week of being nominated. You know, they actually, I think, helped... Polly stay in the house, that, that eight-pack getting together, uh, he could have used that angle like, hey, you know, we made this eight-pack, and the eight-pack is what kept you safe in the house. That's what he should have said, how he should have brought it. Yeah. You know? To not but make I, him I, think I, that I, they did something behind his back. From from what I say, now. I just I just think that they had to bring it up today. That way, if uh, Tiffany's like, hey, uh, you know, let's go on this uh, revenge thing to get Frank out. You know, Frank's like, well, we better tell him. That way she ain't in his ear, ear like, yo, Frank knew about this. We got to get him out, you know. Well, do you think that Paulie's going to say something to somebody? You think he's going to say something to Tiffany? Because I, I think like he he and Tiffany have some sort of you know kind of a bond together, and uh, you think he's going to tell Tiffany, or do you think he's going to kind of like tell the group together or something? Has he talked about that? Are Paulie uh, and Zakia are are close too? He might trust her with that. Hmm. But, but the Gosh. three guys kind of seem tight together, Corey and uh, Paulie and Frank. So, I mean, he said he's ride or die with them three. And a well, lot of stuff thing, has though. been getting blamed on James, but, you know, James is just being probably the most loyal guy there, you know, risking his whole game to get everybody further. See though, with 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 um, Frank telling Paulie and him being like, you know, it's it's us three. I if I was Paulie, I'd be like, who did he tell about our alliance to? You know, if he's if he's giving up an eight person alliance at this moment right now, when there's so many people, why wouldn't he have said something about his three person alliance? I just to th- I think that it was it was a good idea. But at the same time, I don't think it's going to help him out right now. I think it, it's a little bit too early to have exposed this eight-pack alliance, and all you have is a three-person alliance that you're gun-ho about, and that's what you're saying. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think Frank shot himself in the foot. I think that, you know, nobody can really keep quiet in that house, and you tell that one person, and... Let 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 Davon find out. Just let Davon find out, because if she does, it's all over. I that's what I think. It's all over. 
Now you're not you're not really impressed with Davon, huh, Jason? No, not really. I think I, I think you know that they were good this week, so there's no reason to start. If they're gonna jump at somebody, it should be when the pl- when the plan goes through, not because you know that's gonna split everybody up, and it could be Dave. I'm going out after Frank because of uh, and you know right now they're at safe play. If if they would have played along with the way they had their five girl alliance going, then they could have struck first, thinking you know. It would have been five guys, you know, five girls, three guys, or something like that. And and then well, they could have struck at them. But well, I think like, that they're they're ahead of the game, and they need to go week by week, because right now they you know you got three people in the block, you know let it be about that, and until you find out who wins HOH. Like, you can't really be saying who's doing what and where and I'm going to get this one out and, you know, I'm going to do this and that. Um, Yeah. You know, and this person's going out second and third. Like, how do you don't even know that because you don't even know who the HOH is going to be. So um, I think that, you know, they need to just, instead of, like you said, being paranoid, you know, just be paranoid with the three in the block and, you know, see what's going on with them and, and find out who's going to really, really go home. Um, yeah. I think uh, everybody's playing super hard this year, especially because of the roadkill comp. That's causing a lot of paranoia because of the secrecy of that competition, not having to expose who is putting who on, the you know, up on, you know, POV. Um, that right there that not having to expose who's doing that is causing just enough paranoia in the house to really stir the pot and get that extra dose of paranoia going in the house. Yeah, I mean, okay. I know that did did Victor told a few people, but did, did everybody find out that it was Victor? Do we know that? that does everybody know or just his people know? Because I know some of his people are, you know, Spygate. They're they're involved in other people's uh, alliances. The only person that I've seen that pretended not to know was Bridget, but I think she did know from Ronte. I think everybody knows. Okay, so everybody knows. So Victor didn't do a good job of keeping quiet. So if he... Exposed himself because I I think he said he picked Tiffany because he um he didn't want to out himself right so if he was going to tell right. everybody why didn't he just James. go with it oh he was going to put up James so he should have just gone for that no if he was going to tell everybody anyway what was the point yeah oh, James right. was like go ahead put me mm-hmm. out. Oh, and probably James would have been out because, well, we don't know, but if the newbies got together, they could have, you know, said, let's get James out. But, you know, that's not how it happened. And um, Victor, as it, you know, it's ironic because if Victor had just gone for James, 
you know, he probably would be able to get out of this predicament that he's in. Because now he's getting backdoored. I don't know. I don't know. Do you guys think it's going to go through? Because, like, last week, you know, we were saying, you know, that that um, Jose was definitely going to go, definitely going to go. But you never knew. You never knew if it was a possibility that, you know, votes could change. Um, is it is it a definite um, Jason, that that uh, Victor is getting backdoored, or do you, is there enough votes, maybe possibly, to turn a few people and get uh, Tiffany out? Because Tiffany did out herself uh, to a few people about her sister. Well, if uh, I think that there's still time for things to change, if it comes out that Tiffany's trying, because she told Bridget everything, so. If they find out that Tiffany's trying to nail down the guys, the guys are going to be like, hey, Tiffany's got to go this week. Yeah, and they're probably wondering why she kept it such a secret, too, you know, because as we saw Paulie, Paulie uh, let everybody know the first or second night, I think it was, you know, I think it was the first first night um, that he was Cody's um, brother, and people were probably... You like, you know, even if they they're not familiar with the game, I would wonder why Tiffany didn't say anything, right? And then I would start asking yeah. questions about her sister, and of course, you know, you got the Bridgets and the Michelles and the Vets that know uh, what a caliber player Vanessa was. I mean, she was she was great, you know, and um, that would give you a little bit of insight onto maybe, you know, hey, let's get Tiffany out now. Because obviously, if the other side wants Victor out, let's just hold on to him till next week, and they can figure it out next week. But this, yeah. this is if we're talking about a cast that that's done their research, right? <laughs> and but on, but on, been watching scenarios. What was that? But on, uh, but on James's part, though, I don't blame him for being weary of Tiffany. I mean, he's just like, it's like, you know, it, it's, because it, it, they almost look like twins, one with brown hair and one with black hair. Tiffany and I mean, I think, I think they're even they saying that, well, I think they're even saying that they think it's actually Vanessa wearing a a wig. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, you get paranoid. Not even inside the house, but outside the house, I read a lot of people tweeting and Facebooking that, you know, uh, it's actually Vanessa that's in the house, and it's not Tiffany. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, people. I mean, she's been doing, uh, you know, she's actually, I think, running um, Tiffany's uh, Twitter so, I mean, I don't know. And anything's possible in the Big Brother world, right? You never know. Right. Who knows? There might, be, there might be a Pandora's box that, you know, do you want to open it? If you open it, whatever's in it is affects the house. And if maybe Vanessa pops out and she gets to stay in the house. I mean, who knows? I, I, who knows I've got a question point? for the two of you. Okay, go ahead. What do you think about James's flirt mantis? What do I think about James's what? Flirt mantis. 
Oh, well, I think that's just James being James. I'll be honest. James is flirting, right? You talking about flirting? Yeah. Um, I for me, I think that James is really just doing what James did last year and this year, and I think that's kind of his um his mo is he's a prankster. He flirts with the girls. Um, you know, I think that it's half game and half him. I think that, you know, some of it's for him to be able to get in good with the girls. You know, it's always nice to hear compliments and stuff. And the other half of me says it's a strategy, too, Um, because a lot of the guys in the house are really mean to the girls. And, um, you know, it's a breath of fresh air, I guess, for James to compliment the girls instead of talking about what kind of pants they're wearing or what they're doing or what they, whatever the case may be. Um, so, I mean, I think it's funny and I think it's great and I just don't know how long it's going to last. What about you, Terry? Well, we had Bailey's mom, the mother of his daughter, on Michael's show, um, on Cowboy show Thursday. And Bree said that basically that's just who he is. He's always been, quote, unquote, one of the girls. Um, he he feels very comfortable in that position. He hung out with her and her girlfriends for years and years and years and has always been sort of a prankster and just felt very comfortable hanging out with the girls. She said that when Bailey was in the hospital, you know, she she let he let her paint his toenails and fingernails and, and just do girly stuff with him just like a girlfriend would. And that's who James is. He's just very comfortable in his own skin and he loves women. He he loves women and nothing wrong with that. Feels very comfortable <laughs> doing what they do as well. Um and he can go and and do like a a girls night out or snuggle in and have girl talk like he did the, that one night and, and the guys got kind of ticked about it and I think they were just jealous that it wasn't them. Yes. Um, yes. Amen, Cherry. Amen. I agree with you 100%. But that's just being James. He he just feels very comfortable in that position, and I love his, his pranks. You know, at least he's not sitting there talking game 24-7. He's breaking up the monotony and, you know, giving everyone a little laugh. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I, I, I feel I feel like he's laying pretty low. I mean, he's getting blamed for a lot of stuff, but he he's actually just been having fun and trying to do what's best for his team. Yeah, I I mean, I think it's just the paranoia of the house. You know, you just wonder, um, you know, why someone's doing it for what reasons and. There is a lot of downtime in that house, and um, when I was on my season, 
That's why I got along with Jesse so much because we would talk game when need be, and then we would talk about like the outside life. Like that—that's what Jesse was. He was like my best friend. He let me paint his toenails. He let me paint his, you know, his nails and his hands, you know, and we just were able to decompress from being in that house. You know, we would talk about family. And that's why I hung out with him a lot is because I felt like, okay, when it's time to play the game, we play the game. And when it's time to just, sometimes you just need to like get away for a little bit, whether it be a couple minutes, whether it be one conversation of of family or whatever it is, or just to paint someone's toenails, just to get your head right, you know? And yeah. I think that it's 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 a healthy thing to do in there. You you need to be able to have at least somebody um, to be able to talk to. And, um, you know, um, a lot of the girls in there, I, I finally there's girls that are, you know, joining forces, right? But in a lot of seasons, it seemed like the girls were always going against each other. So for me, like, I've always had guy friends. I've always had more guy friends than I've had girlfriends because I can't deal with the cattiness. I can't deal with the, you know, she looks good and she's beautiful and, she, you know, and not in a good way, in a, in a catty way. So for me, it's like I'd rather just hang out with the boys and play some basketball or play some cards or do something and not talk about this one and what she was wearing and 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 so I think that the girls in there also feel like James is somebody that they can talk to because all the other guys, like Victor, you know, sometimes, you know, he can be aggressive to the girls. Paul, you know, Josea was, you know, that way. And I don't think a lot of, you know, Frank is possibly one person that the, the guys can go and, I mean, the girls can go talk to. But I feel like out of all the guys, the girls feel more comfortable around James, Right. So now the the guys, and it's not even James probably that's doing it. It's it's the girls coming and talking to James, and that really affects what the guys think about James, right? Yeah. Well, there there's there's one thing I I, I like to say about James. I seen somebody saying something nasty about James the other night. I was like, you know, uh. You know, there's like, you know, Natalie wouldn't even look at you funny, but then you 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 see her off the feeds, and I, I just think it's nice that you know it shows that somebody as pretty as Natalie, you know, would actually take, you know, would actually, well, cause she she likes James, like she you know likes, what I'm likes saying? James. Yeah, like Crush. Oh, get out. Uh, no, they slept together and cuddled. She she had her arms around him. And, yeah, uh, but I mean, in that environment, you, you get really kind of like touchy-feely, but not really like, hi, I like you, like you. I like you right now in this atmosphere, right, that we're all going through right now. So... But, yeah, but, but I, I mean, it, on him? yeah. Oh my! So well, you know, I mean, to that. I, I I just like to, I I just like to see people being proven wrong when they when they talk bad about other people. 
and and oh, yeah. and and I just I just think it's nice for James too, you know. I mean, because you know he's not like. You know, like uh, a Jeff Schroeder or what? You know, but I mean, he's got a good personality. So, hey, I and girls dig a personality. I'll tell you one thing because you can be the best looking, you can be the best looking girl or guy, and you have no personality, which really sucks, right? You could be somebody who maybe isn't the best-looking one, which, you know, they all, to me, are beautiful in their own way, but they have a personality that just make, takes them to a different level because they're awesome and you feel comfortable and stuff, you know? So Well, well, well look at Victor. I mean, a lot of girls can probably say he's the best-looking guy. You know, might even have the, you know, the coolest voice or whatever, the accent. But I mean, you know, it's just, it's good to see somebody take something for personality other than, you know, looks. Yeah, and in that house, we obviously see there's a lot of beautiful, hot bodies and hot, you know, faces and stuff. But really, a personality comes out when you spend a lot of time with somebody and you get to know them and stuff, so... So we'll see if there's any sort of uh, real showmances that come out of this. I mean, do you, Cherry, do you think that there's going to be a real, real showmance that comes out of this? Is there anybody right now that you think that's going to come out and actually have a relationship after the show? Or, or do you think, like, the Sakia and the um, Paulie thing is just for kind of like the game? I don't know if that's for real or not. I know that Day was getting tired of her saying that her favorite player was Rachel Riley, and, and apparently Zakia is continuously saying Rachel Riley's favorite line, nobody gets between me and my man, and it's starting to get on Day's last nerve, and she's wondering how true to the alliance Zakia is going to be because of her constantly saying that about Polly. And so now Day is starting to question Zakia, you know, in her her mind, not outwardly to Zakia, but just, you know, she was talking to Nicole and saying she keeps on, you know, saying this over and over and over again and it's starting to make me wonder now about her and so her you know day and and nicole had a little heart to heart earlier today and um she was saying that you know really starting to get to her that she kept repeating that so we'll see i don't i just don't think that it's a true lasting Lifelong kind of thing Yeah She's probably just doing it for the game value So Davon Please just kick back Relax You're not on the block You know Don't get all paranoid about The people that you you got right now That can take you to a certain point Because That's, that's I, I the problem think, People are playing their own game Right 
Take a chill pill. Send her some chill vibes. <laughs> send in Davon some chill vibes, girls and boys. Just send them over to her. Come on, Davon. Chill. I, I think for the rest of the week, though, she probably needs to chill out on trying to pin people against each other. Because, I, I mean... There's been a lot of contradicting stories that people are starting to catch on to as of now. Well, that's Big Brother for you. That's Big Brother for you. You know, the the the, the game sometimes plays you. So we can't we can't let Mama Day get play herself. We cannot do that. But I mean, I believe that there's a lot of people in the house that are in paranoia mode. So we'll see who falls to the paranoia first, right? Well, Jason, thank you so much for calling in and giving us your thoughts and um, what you're thinking is going on. It's good to see a different aspect of it. But I'm I'm still Mama Day, Jason. I know you're not about Mama Day, but I'm Mama Day all the way. Mama Day. Mama Day. Well, you have a good night, Jason, and thank you for everything that you do for us. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Take care, Jason. Bye. Thanks so much, babe. Love your posters. Yeah. All righty. Well, Cherry, um, we uh, are going to be closing down the show in a few minutes. Um, I I did want to ask, we were talking about James's mayo. Um, that was really funny. And uh, what were your thoughts on, on James popping out of the trash can and kind of scaring the bejesus out of uh, Nicole? <laughs> I love his pranks. I love it. <laughs> I just, you know, like I said, he at least he's not sitting in there only talking game 24-7. And, you know, he keeps things somewhat funny and, and keeps us laughing. And uh, you never know what he's going to do next. And I, I appreciate that out of him. You know, I, I like to watch some of the things that he does in there. It makes me laugh and and uh I think it makes the house you know, the house guests laugh and I think they appreciate his his pranks as well. You know, they may not at the that very moment, <laughs> you know, that they're getting pranked, but they laugh about it, you know, a minute later and enjoy it too. And um yeah, so I, I remember I when I everybody loves James. I remember when I um, there was a few pranks in my season. I remember I uh, I I took Dan's uh, boxers and I I put them in the sink and I put them full of water and then I I put it in the freezer. <laughs> and it turned into <laughs> a freezer pop. You know, it's good. You got to keep. You gotta have some kind of entertainment in there, and just so that everybody is kind of gets level-headed and realize that you know you are there for a game, but you also have to interact with each other and have fun, and you know, kick back at times. I mean, you gotta, you you have to. You're gonna go crazy as we see. It's already starting. Um, no kidding. Yes. So uh, we'll have this. Obviously, tomorrow night will be um, uh, Big Brother will air, and then we'll have the live eviction on Thursday, where 
It will be one of the three, Tiffany, Bronte, or Victor, and see if the good old back door definitely goes through. We will see. And then, you know, it really is going to be about who's going to be HOH and what team wins and who they decide is going to be uh, HOH. That's going to be pivotal and crucial to see uh, what side it's going to go on to. Um, as we know that there's lines drawn already in that house. Um, and we will see how um, all these paranoias fall into play, Cherry. Um, just want to let you guys know that next week's guest, he will let you know what he thinks. And we're going to have to put a lot of disclaimers up, Cherry. A lot of disclaimers up. Uh, we're going to have the fabulous. Parker from Big Brother 9 on because he's got a lot to say. So you get a lot of different disclaimers ready to go. (laughs) I love Parker. I love Parker, too. And you know what? A Parker is needed right about now because he's going to tell you how he feels about everybody. So we're going to have to go down the list with him. He's going to go down the list hold back anything you know he's from right here near me Mm -hmm. I can't wait to talk to Parker I love him he's adorable yes so you guys get ready get your popcorn your tea everything ready because Parker will be letting us know how he feels whether you like it or not and then he'll let you know that he don't care and yeah if you if you if you address it via social media, he will let you know and then probably block you or maybe retweet you because he loves 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 it when you fall into his talk shit trap, as I like to say, and uh, then he kind of shreds you like a shredded paper thing. Yep, he turns he you will into a million pieces. Shred anybody. There's no doubt about it. So be prepared for that. Put that in your cards. We will be back on Monday next week, um, back to our Manic Monday. So I'm glad that you guys were able to switch around your uh, day to be with us. Um, Thank you, chat room listeners. Thank you for Jason calling in. And, of course, Mr. La Wonderful for giving us some insight on what happens at the live eviction. So cool. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could go to eviction, but it's like, you know, I'm all the way in the opposite coast. So I'll be I'll be at the finale. Um, but, you know, they won't obviously let us in the finale because it's only minimum because of the families and stuff. But um, it's nice to hear that um, uh, Luan was able to go into the green room and, and see everybody and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, Jeff we'll prob- that's so awesome. Yeah, and he's hoping to go back for another live eviction later on at the end, so that would be cool to hear from him again. Um, all right, you guys. Um, Cherry, let's close the show, girl. Well, I have a few fireworks going on over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, wanted to mention first off that our opening clip was made by our dear friend Mr. Ben Holder. Uh, we have two very similar clips. I'll be sort of flipping back and forth with 
And the one we used tonight was made from Ben Holder. And I want to thank him for that. Give Ben a shout out and say boom, thank boom, you boom. so much for making that. Yep, our boom boom, Ben. Thank you so much for making that clip for us. And also want to mention that um, Reality on the Rocks has a vlog going, Miss Victoria Reigns. And if you want to go check that out on YouTube, it's Reality on the Rocks at YouTube. And Victoria Reigns is uh, tweeting for us during the season of Big Brother 18. And if you would like to tweet for the Red Reality Show Network, please let me know. We would like some additional tweeters, so get in touch with me if you'd like to tweet for the Red Reality Show, too. Um, and don't forget to go to Reality on the Rocks at YouTube and check out her vlog. And make sure you join us on Thursday night right after Big Brother airs on CBS for the Big Brother 18 Roundtable Show with Michael Cowboy Ellis from Big Brother Season 5. I don't know who his special guest will be this week, but I'm sure it will be somebody amazing. Last week we had Chef Joe and had a great time. Uh, No, last week we had Bree and um, James's uh, roommate, Jason, week before we had Chef Joe. Um, So I'm sure he'll have somebody great on this week. Um, But the show airs at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, right after Big Brother airs on CBS. So as soon as we find out who gets evicted, jump on and join us here at the Red Reality Show Network and let's chat about it. So we'll be right here with Michael Cowboy Ellis and his special guest talking about whoever just got evicted, whoever just won HOH, and everything that's just happened on the live show on Thursday. So make sure you're here with us for that. Then back here again on Monday for the Manic Monday show with my Michelle Costa and Parker from Season 9 of Big Brother. Can't wait to have Parker on. Hey, Cherry. So, I forgot to mention yeah. one more thing. Um, right. Make sure you guys go check out Will um, Hauser's uh, Big Brother Saga 2. Yes. I just posted it up oh yesterday. My. Did you see it? <laughs> yes. I tell you what. I have been saying for years that Will Hauser needs to be on Saturday Night Live. That guy is yeah. so talented. I I have never known anybody that talented in my life that I literally believe with all my heart that that guy should be on Saturday Night Live. I think he is that yeah. talented. I think they could they could put him on Saturday Night Live right now, and he's ready for it. Oh gosh, yes. I think he's just Saturday amazing. Saturday Night ain't ready for him. Oh, he's so epic. He's so epic. If you guys haven't checked it out, go to YouTube and um, get the Big Brother 18 Saga 2. Got a little Justin Bieber song. Yes, he is so incredible. (laughs) God, I love him. Oh, gosh. So incredible. So thanks for for bringing that up. Um, And he'll be doing that all during the Big Brother 18 season and just um, 
be, become a member of his YouTube and make sure you check it out during the season because he, you know, continues to put up new YouTubes all season long, and each and every one of them is definitely worth catching. I promise you, they're all hysterical, they're all epic, and he he puts so much work into each and every one of them. They're all amazing. So subscribe to his YouTube channel and keep up with every episode because you won't be sorry. They're amazing. So thanks, Michelle, for bringing that up. Cause we'll try to see if he has any true. time uh, in his busy schedule to come on Manic Monday. I'll try to see yeah, if that's get him so on entertaining. There. I know he's a busy guy. Mm-hmm. He definitely keeps us entertained with those. Oh, yeah. So all right. I think we've just about... Got everything out. Um, make sure you're here Thursday night and back here again on Monday. It's 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. on Thursdays, and 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central on Mondays. So we're going to close tonight up with Ron, as we always do. Thank you all so much for being here tonight on our unusual night of Tuesday night after the 4th of July. As Michelle said, we thank you so much for joining us tonight. And hope you'll be here Thursday with us, too. Here's Ron to take us out. Good night, all. Hope you had a great fourth, and hope to see you Thursday. Good night. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. bless you and thank you for listening to the show and it was a great one absolutely it was a great one say goodbye mama cheryl good night there you go good night everybody (laughs) that's a wrap